In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. <clears throat> so blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breast from which you sucked. But the Lord said, no, blessed are those that hear my word and keep it. He was talking about his mother. He wasn't take, putting her away, he was talking about her. The reason she's blessed is because she heard the word of God and kept it. It's a beautiful thing. So who is this Mary that we celebrate today? Her dormition, <clears throat> her falling asleep in the Lord. We begin her life uh, in regard to the gospel texts uh, in relation to her visitation from Gabriel. It's a very beautiful thing where you see her encounter with heaven. The archangel, Gabriel, comes to her. He says, you will bear a son and call his name Jesus. And he will be the salvation of the world. He is the son of God and he will dwell in your womb. She was about 15 or 16 years old. That should put a little spark in your teenagers. <laughs> you can be holy when you're a teenager. It's not impossible. And then she bears in her womb, by the blessing of the Holy Spirit, the Savior of our souls, and carries in her womb the Savior of the world, the Son of God, for nine months. Her womb has become a spiritual temple of God. How must those nine months have been to her? Think about it. She knew in her womb, this is the Savior of the world. She walked around and, and, and saw and felt this baby growing in her, knowing that it was the Son of God. And then she gives birth, not in some big parade, but in a humble way goes to Bethlehem to give birth with her husband Joseph and they soon because of persecution warned them they flee to Egypt so here she is bearing the savior of the world and she has to hide think about this think about her life she's still a teen and she she fights with these things, I'm sure, all along the way. But in, in the church's view, there were many temptations, but she always overcame them. She always stepped past them. And she raised the Lord. I remember one time we were here, and Bishop Basil was talking about this, about she taught him to walk. When he scraped his knee, she cleaned it up. When he cried, she held him. He was a baby, a human baby. And she raised him. We don't know this part of her life much or the life of the Lord because we jump right to the baptism of Christ. And so we see this, this, these, this beautiful moments that 
we're not privy to, but you know, we see how women are with their babies. She was that way with the Lord. Tender, teaching, cuddling, maybe even correcting. Don't touch that. So beautiful. And then, sadly, uh, she suffered great pain. She didn't have pain at childbirth, but she had pain when the Lord was crucified, when he was scourged, when he was beaten, when he was spit upon, when he was mocked, when he was crucified, and certainly when he died. So we see this woman who has been with the Lord all this time, and now she has to bear the pain of his death. But then she's the first, the church teaches, the first to see him in the resurrection. So her heart is lifted. Somehow she knew that this was going to happen, but until it did, there wasn't any relief. So she sees this great sense of, uh, of, uh, of glory being shown to the world through the resurrection of Christ. And then through her life, which the Lord, the teach, church teaches that she was with the apostles through her life, encouraging them and, and helping them all along the way. They would come to her for advice and talk to her. She was taken care of by St. John, uh, and in a little house up in, in Ephesus. They had to flee because there were persecutions. So we had to flee to Ephesus, and they lived in a little home on top of this little hill. Years and years ago, we visited that place. Very powerful place. So we see this woman now living this incredible life, this beautiful life, the one and only life uh, of the first Christian, the mother of God, and then she falls asleep. She passes. And so what's the Lord to do? If your mother was in the grave and you had the power to lift her out of the grave, what would you do? That's what he did. He lifted her. He took her out of the grave. That that's not where you belong. You, believe, you belong at my right hand. And so he pulled her out of the grave. And this was witnessed to by St. Thomas, who again comes late. The doubter, the one late all the time. But he was the one that was blessed to see the, the tomb empty. The fragrance there, but the empty tomb. So she's assumed into heaven and sits at his right hand. At the right hand stood the queen, dressed in garments of gold and many colors. So, beautiful testimony to us of uh, a faithful woman who heard the word of God and kept it. But what is she then to us today? That's what I want to emphasize. What does she, where does she, what role does she play in our life today? You know, there are many prayers to the mother of God and uh, the church's uh, teaching is that we pray what we believe and we 
believe what we pray. So I just want to share a few prayers that we offer to her so that we can kind of gain an idea of what is her role in my life. When I ask her to help me, oh Mother of God, pray for me, what does she do? One of the prayers begins, I pray you to grace my mind. Is your mind ever confused? Overwhelmed by thoughts? Not at peace? You know, when you ask her to pray for you, do you know what she does? She graces your mind. She quiets it down. She helps life make sense. Because when you look at it, it doesn't. She graces your mind. Oh, Mother of God, pray for me. She graces your mind. So pray to her. Ask her help. She, another prayer is, teach me the way of Christ's commandments. You know, when you're around somebody that just lives a holy life, just being around them helps you. <laughs> so when you draw to the mother of God and ask her prayers, just being near her, you get a sense of what it means to keep the commandments of God. Why? Because she kept them perfectly. So when you ask her prayers, you get a sense of what it means to live in the commandments of God because that's how she lived. We make that effort to draw near to her. Strengthen me to keep awake in song. Strengthen me. So when I ask her prayers, she intercedes for me before Christ that he would be my strength, that he would be my firm foundation, my refuge, and my deliverer. So when I pray to her, I get strength from Christ. What a deal, you know, this is free stuff. You don't have to pay for this. This is free. Put this on the internet, you can make buku dollars. But it's free for us, beloved. Strength. People pay thousands of dollars to have programs in their life so the life will make sense, so they'll have strength. All we have to do is ask her, Mother, please pray for me. Pray that Christ would give me strength. Another prayer to her, which I love very much, guard me by, guard me by night and by day. I'll share with you something that I don't, uh, well, I'll, let me just share it with you. This was one of, this is kind of the beginning in a sense of a deeper relationship with the mother of God. There was a time in my life, uh, many years ago, thank God, where I was very troubled and I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep well. You know, one of those things, you sleep for about an hour and you wake up and then you stay awake for 
two or three hours, and you sleep for five minutes, and you wake up in one of those. That, like, went on forever. So I think Mother Victoria told me to do this. She said, take an icon of the Mother of God to bed with you. I put it on my chest. Guard me by night. Guard me by night. She did. I started to sleep. She's a guardian. She's a mother. What's a mother do when you ask a mother to help you at night? She comes to you and is with you and helps you. Another prayer. Enlighten my blinded soul. You know, our soul is blinded by so many things. And I think this particularly refers to, for me, to purity. You know, we're so embattled by impurity. The world is, it just throws it at us. Impurity, impurity, impurity. You know, commercials, internet, everywhere you go, it's, and it, 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 it throws it at us. We have to do extreme battle with it. So enlighten my blinded soul. Help me see purity. Help me understand that sense that God is, is asking me to live at. You know, we drop down what God is in, uh, requiring of us, and God lifts it higher to be pure in all your thoughts and words and deeds, to be pure. She can enlighten us in this when we ask her. Just being with her, just asking her prayer will help that. Heal the perennial passions of my soul. You, the bearer of the healer, heal the perennial passions of my soul. How many of you struggle with passions? Uh, let's get them all up, please. Thank you. Ask her help. Ask her help. Please, Mother, help me battle these passions. Help. She will. She'll help you. <clears throat> Grant me torrents of tears to cleanse my soul from impurities. You know, it's really good to cry. It's really, really good to cry. And she can help you with this. When tears are hard to come by, when you need to cry, you need that kind of sense of getting deeper into your soul, and you can't get there, ask her help. Grant me torrents of tears, the most pure one, to cleanse my soul from impurity. Grant me torrents of tears. And this is my favorite one, my favorite prayer to her. Oh, you who are with the angels, raise me above this world's contention. You can clap. I like it. Raise me above this world's confusion. It is so confusing. How do, we, how do we find peace in that? She will help us. Raise me above this world's confusion. So 
We know what she has done. But we also know what she can do for us today just by simply asking her help. Oh, Mother of God, pray for me. You know, she even said it in the scripture. All generations shall call me blessed. She's blessed. She's blessed to be our helper. The Lord uses the family of God to help us, and she is a primary source of our help. We have each other. We have the angels. We have the saints. And we certainly have her to help us. So I would encourage you. There's many things she can do for us. Ask her prayers. Ask her prayers. Mother of God, pray for us. Today, O blessed Theotokos, pray for us. Allow us to draw near to you and you through your prayers. Help us draw near to Christ. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.